Hello and welcome back to Simplicity Parenting, the podcast with me, Kim John Payne. This is the third in uh, the series of uh, um, diary entries about um, how to help children and families uh, with the increasing amount of time that they may be spending at, at home. And, you know, some parents have said to me over the last uh, couple of days since these podcasts have been rolling out uh, that even if your child uh, is not, um, uh, you know, uh, at home more because of school closing, these strategies that we've talked about are proving really, uh, one mother said, golden. <laughs> it, was, it was lovely feedback uh, because there still is obviously much heightened levels of, of anxiety. So she actually impressed on me that uh, um, keep, keep these podcasts rolling out even if your kid is is uh still at school because we're because this is this is really helping so that was that was great and thank you for that feedback in this uh in this episode uh, i wanted to particularly talk about uh wrapping like a lovely warm blanket of rhythm around a child Again, if you've been practicing simplicity parenting, you'll know already the value of, of, of rhythm, even if you've been doing this in a, in a modest way. R- rhythm signals to a child, uh, all the, 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 the daily rhythms, the things that just happen the same way each day, uh, with, of course, small variations. But it signals to a child that all is well, that... Uh, life is moving on, that life is predictable, safe, and secure. Now, can there be anything more powerful than that in, in the weeks and months ahead for a child? Just, just that, just to understand how that they are going at home to have this warm, predictable environment that they can relax into. Now, this is particularly true if your child's still at school or uh, hearing you know, uh, news from the neighborhood kids that with, with our rhythms at home, then they are going to come into this safe harbor of, of home life and be able to decompress from all the stuff that's going on around them, all the events that are being cancelled and so on and so on. They're going to feel, you know what, there is one point of predictability in my life and that's my home. And they may, of course, not be able to say that out loud, but that's the experience inwardly when we provide rhythm. A couple of things um, that may be needed for rhythm. One dad uh, wrote in saying the normal rhythms, the normal daily rhythms that they had on the weekend were really helpful, but they had to kind of blend them with weekday rhythms. And basically what he was saying was that 
uh, when when their son uh, when their son's school closed, uh, they got very little warning about it. But what they did, the, this was in a two-parent home, a mum and a dad, is that they sat down that evening and really mapped out what the uh, week was going to look like. So it blended um, a little bit more of a relaxed uh, um, time in terms of having to get out and, and for them get in the car and get to school. So they had a few minutes up their sleeve uh, in the morning, so that could be a little bit more leisurely. But they had the day mapped out that the um, they were going to do some schoolwork in the morning. Um, <clears throat> the school... Most schools will be sending home uh, projects and keeping you in touch um, via um, via email. Many schools are planning on doing that. At my wife's school, um, all the teachers are now planning um, an on- online uh, curriculum that they can keep sending out uh, to parents. And I'm aware that um, a bunch of schools are actually doing that, um, that schools that are closing. And even if that hasn't arrived yet, there can be projects, there can be reading. Um, the, the morning part of the day, if your child's at home, uh, is, is ideal if you can keep up the school rhythm because they'll already have that in their body clock. And to be able to keep the body clocks just moving along as, as they are, to be able to have that morning time for academic work, for learning work, uh, is, I think, very important. To have a break mid-morning when recess would just normally be there and a snack, just like they would at school. And then, um, you know, back into the saddle they go and and in the mid-morning time they might do some painting or some artwork or some modelling or whatever it is uh, that would feel normal and natural and doable to you. Then lunchtime, as normal, just pretty much at the same time they would at school. And then in the afternoons... Um, it's more activity time, riding bikes, if they're a bit older, playing basketball out in the in the um, driveway if it's a suburban setting or um, <clears throat> going to the park, building forts, um, but outdoor movement time because kids are going to need to move. They can't just be inside for weeks and weeks. And most, most health experts, unless something has really changed, uh, tell us that it's really still okay to do that. To take a child on a bike ride um, is not a high-risk thing uh, to do. Now, that may change, but right now, when I looked into that, that wasn't on the sort of the list of things not to do, you know, to not, um, one doesn't need to keep kids in the backyard. Uh, if you're in a suburban setting, or inside the apartment, if if you're in an urban um, setting, and that day, that daily rhythm, right through then the afternoon, just the rhythms that you would normally have, and you maybe even want to step it up a gear. So then they come in, they have uh, um, you know a little, maybe a little afternoon snack to tide them over till um, supper time. Supper time, uh, the, the, you might want to just make sure supper times are just that little bit more rhythmical than they normally are. You pay a little more attention to that. 
And then bedtimes, again, those rhythms that you've been practicing. And if you haven't had great bedtime rhythms and all these rhythms that I'm talking about, well, now's the time, the perfect opportunity to really get those in place. Because after all this is over and you've established those rhythms, many of them will be able to go uh, on when the children go back to school. They'll, they'll, you'll have them either newly in place or more strongly in place. So those rhythms uh, will significantly help a child feel that all is well, that all is orderly, that it will signal to the nervous system of a child that it doesn't have to stay activated, that they don't have to be hypervigilant, that the world is going on in, an, in a normal and orderly way. And it's not really the world, to be honest, it's their world. A child will be inwardly experiencing, my world is going on as, as it always has. I'm not at school now, and that's a really, really big change, but deep down, the child is experiencing those kinds of predictable rhythms and in that way has a much greater chance of staying centered and calm. Also, of course, in providing those rhythms for our children, we will be able to, to lean into that ourselves as adults and that's only going to be good for us and our ability to be regulated so our children can co-regulate with us. So the rhythms are of benefit to everyone. Okay, hope that's helpful. Bye-bye for now. <laughs>